Welcome back. Um, this is very exciting news, Lloyd. A breakthrough for yes. the snack food industry. Bring Always, it. Even though I probably don't need any snacks, right? <laughs> Me or I'm actually guy on a or, diet or, right now, yeah, but when I'm us. not, I can't wait for this. David Dalchus, professor in the Department of Plant, Soil, and Microbial Sciences at Michigan State University, is with us. He's also the director of the MSU Potato Breeding and Genetics Program. Good morning, David. Good morning, Jamie. So we love an, a breakthrough in the snack food industry. Tell me what you guys are working on. Well, um, at Michigan State University, we consider potato one of the important uh, crops in the state. And so we uh, conduct research in that area to try to help the potato industry. Okay. And, uh, so, yeah. So, um, so one of the areas of um, importance is, is that the Michigan actually is the number one state for producing potatoes that are used for making potato chips. Oh. And so delving into that area is, is, is important. And um, so if you want to have potato chips all year round, you re- need to have potatoes that, that they can supply the processors year round. And, and so that requires storing the potatoes from October all the way as far as they can into the um, into the next season, and so uh, what we've been tr- able to do is um, is how do we say it? Um, manip- manipulate the genes in the potato that uh, that allow it to to not convert sucrose to glucose and fructose. It's glucose and, and fructose that cause the browning in potato chips, and so if we can stop that we can then extend the storage of the potatoes. Okay, so this is about storage and being able to have the product year-round. And from what we have in front of us, turning off a genetic switch that spurs potatoes to convert starches to sugars at low temperatures. Very interesting. Yeah, so so if you... um, how would you say it? If you want to have potatoes all the way till the spring, you need to be able to store them. Otherwise, you have to maybe chuck them up all the way from Florida or, you know, from the South, mm-hmm. which is, you know, which is costly and, um, and, and kind of risky because you don't know the weather and all that. So the longer we can store them, you know, the better off the processors are in having a, a reliable supply of, of, of potatoes to make good potato chips. So um, uh, explain the, the current practice of, of soaking potato tubers before frying and it affects the taste and cost of the potato chip production and how your discovery offers a, a different solution. Well, I I would say that the 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 soaking isn't isn't as much the big deal as the just that the potatoes um when they're um you know s- stored too cold um they may they then produce too much what we call the reducing sugars. Uh-huh. And so the potatoes are sliced kind of into a into a liquid and so then they that um you know that liquid may remove a little bit of the sugars um, and some of the starches, but uh, but really, you know, you're, um, what we just want to do is is um, prevent those uh, conversion from the sucrose to the glucose and fructose, and that's what this gene that that um, uh, we focused on makes the big difference. In that there's this key gene, or we can say even like a switch that that we can manipulate. And so um, what we can do now in the future is um, focus on on this gene and we can use uh, gene editing potentially to um, cor- make it so that 
other potato varieties can store longer um, and supply us with, with good uh, potatoes for potato chips. Could this extend to other food foods so we could store other foods longer? Hmm. Well, it, it has a lot to do with the, you know, with the fry process. So um, if there's something where something that is um, fried and turns brown, this, this may be something that could lead, lead, uh, lead to something better. But I, I think that, um, you know, the, the key in this from a more basic science perspective is that there's this, um, there's this important gene, and right within the gene, there's a, a section that allows us to change the expression of that gene so that we, um, we can uh, use it to our favor. How's that? I think it's interesting that, that you, you found this gene that can change an industry, but that's what happens over at MSU, just lots of research <laughs> and lots of good things. Yeah, well, first of all, um, so I'm on the, on the applied side of things. My colleague, Jiming Jiang, is the, was really the lead researcher on this project, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for our, our team here. And so, he, uh, so he's actually what I call you know, a great scientist, and he's there in, in the lab um, studying uh, the potato. And so we, we do some lab work here at MSU, and we connect with, um, with uh, Jiming there. And, and take what his findings are and translate it into something that's valuable to the industry. Wow. Uh, this, this is, you know, how do you anticipate this, the, the breakthrough really impacting potato farmers and, and the manufacturers? Of yeah, how snack far foods? are we from the science lab yes. to, the, to the industry? Okay, so, uh, so things, uh, things are changing in the world. With this uh, gene editing technology, we can take current varieties and potentially uh, go in there and explore whether we can make that change and improve some of our current varieties. So, uh, so that could happen in a few years. And also, the, the government uh, feels that gene editing is a safe technology so that we can, um, you know, create these plants, go to the federal government and say, um, do you agree that this is safe? And they'll say, we expect them to say yes, and then we can get those to the farmers. Excellent. Do you need taste testers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say that, you know, um, being the potato breeder here at the university, we do a lot of um, experimental potato chips. And when you can make fresh potato chips and hand them out to people, you make friends immediately. Oh, Especially college students. I yes. <laughs> David Dalch is professor in the Department of Plant, Soil, and Microbial Sciences at Michigan State University. Great work. Well, thank you. We have the day's headlines coming, and there are a lot, Lloyd. Yes, it is. Coming up next on JR Morning.